Welcome to the Digital Prosperity Podcast, the show for small and medium-sized businesses who want to get more traffic, get more leads, and get more sales from their website. So if you want to improve your business strategy, stay up to date with the latest sales and marketing technology, and learn specific marketing tactics that can keep your business ahead of the pack, then this is the show for you, as the JDR Group bring you ideas, motivation, and inspiration to help you attract your ideal clients and customers. And here's your host, Will Williamson. Hello, welcome to the Digital Prosperity Podcast with me, Will Williamson. I'm here with David Roberts. Hello, Dave. Hello, Will, and hello to everybody that is listening to us right now. How are you in this cold, wet evening? Yeah, I know. Well, it's um, winter is not my favourite time of year, but aren't we lucky to be able to talk to our listeners about social media? Yeah, great pleasure. We've seen a lot change in social media, haven't we? Absolutely, yeah. We, we started the only social network I was on was friendsreunited.com <laughs> when we started. <laughs> yeah, um, that's right, yeah. I remember when I read an article about this Facebook thing that universities were using. Yeah. In Amer- I can remember that. I remember joining Facebook for the first time right? and thinking, like, this is what Friends Reunited should have been. This is brilliant. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, really remember it well. Oh, right. Okay. Well, I was an, an advocate of Facebook when I first heard of it. I right. thought, oh, why do university people need to... What's the matter with them? Just pick up the phone. But it's interesting how, how it's really taken off. What's really interesting is how Zuckerberg had a vision mm. right at the beginning as where Connecting the world. Yeah. Absolutely. Just on a side note, just shows how important a vision is in your business, doesn't it? Yeah, well, it is, and having a purpose. Yeah, it really does. So yes, it's, it's changed. It's really become kind of embedded in part of business life now. I remember when social media was was talked about as social networking. Correct. And I I, can't, I was trying to think when the change was when they started talking about media rather than networking. Yeah, that's a good point actually. Well, I'm not quite sure when that crossover because it is very much place. media yeah. now, isn't it? It's it's where I mean, people go to Facebook as well as to network and talk to their friends. They go yeah. to, they read articles, they watch videos, yeah. they get the news from Twitter. Yeah, but you know what, Will? Time. I don't think people have caught on to the media part of it. I think they're still looking at the social part and the media part of it. I don't think they pay a lot of attention to that. And if you really understood media, it's about communication, isn't it? It's about communicating X, Y, Z to people and getting them informed, getting them entertained, etc., etc. So why do you think people are still resistant to social media? Firstly, it's the first thing is that you know loads of loads of you listening to this won't be. You'll be using social media effectively and, and happily. It's also true that you, there is still on on company boards and a lot of people that are, that are not stuck in the ways but have certain views on social media that are running businesses that are definitely against it, are definitely anti it. Absolutely right. But that's my point. The people listening to this now, they'll be on board with it in the main. But their competitors and their potential customers mm. and their existing customers might not be on the same plane as they are, which creates a problem. And you often see on boards where, or in businesses where there is someone that's running the company or someone in an important position on the board who is kind of anti social media yeah. and everything that comes with it because there's there's a lot that comes with social media and then the, the, all the people that want to do it can't get it through and can't do some of the things that they would want to do and as a result the company culture doesn't embrace it yeah um, the biggest reason for that will is because there's too many companies out there and company leaders not seeing a return on investment from social mm, media. Mm. There's still a lot of businesses out there doing it because their competitors are doing it or it's the latest thing, so we need to do it rather yeah. than understanding actually 
this is a marketing tool, mm -hmm. an investment channel, just like any other marketing asset in their business, mm. and it should be looked on accordingly. The biggest challenge is there's not someone in the business who understands how to make it a return of investment channel. Yeah, and there's a definite technique and strategy, particularly in B2B businesses, of, of how to make social media work for you, and that the vast majority of particularly SME companies, small and medium-sized businesses, are just not using. So the ones that are doing social media are seeing no real benefit from it. Yeah. It's just keeping up with the Joneses, isn't it? Absolutely. What we see a lot in marketing, and it's the case for social media, is most businesses will follow what their competitors are doing. Yeah. So you can look at a string of websites in a particularly vertical, and they're all more they're, or less uh, much of a muchness, which I was Facebook. trying they're to say. Absolutely. Absolutely. We've they're, got to be on Facebook. Absolutely, Facebook. they're identical. Yeah, exactly. Because the market leader they've got a website like that so mm. we've got to have a website yeah. like that yeah, amazing absolutely. how that happens yeah it is but i think that a lot of the resistance comes from a couple of things that's one where you know i don't think there's many people going around in the business community talking about what fantastic results they've enjoyed from from facebook or twitter or that's LinkedIn. correct uh, you know they do that with google adwords or seo quite often but not so much with yeah. social media currently but i also think that there's a lot of people that don't like going on facebook themselves or when they do, they're going for enjoyment, entertainment, talk to their family. They don't see it as something they're doing for business. If we take newspapers, mm -hmm. when a newspaper is launched, its mm -hmm. biggest challenge is getting an audience. Yep. And why does it want an audience? It needs an audience so it can sell advertising space mm -hmm. to people who will advertise in their newspaper. Yep. Now, once you've got an audience, you can market to them. Mm. That's the traditional mythology around marketing. Mm -hmm. Create an audience, then market to them. And that's what social media is. One aspect to show to be social media is it's getting your audience so that you can communicate your important mm. messages to them, whether they're information messages. Mm -hmm relevant messages about your business, marketing messages, or mm. even sales messages, which should be used very, very... Very sparing. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And the second is uh, is privacy. You think there's a lot of people real kind of hang up about uh, yeah. sharing what's going on in their business, yeah. Yeah. or they think they've got to give their company secrets away. It's interesting how Facebook are making it less and less private, and there's a bit of resistance by the older generation to this. Mm. However, the younger generation have no challenge with it. Mm. And, and being somebody who's slightly older than you, Will, but not by a lot. Slightly, eh? Yeah. Slightly. Uh, and look younger, as I anyone that listened to last week's podcast would know. Yeah, we can't bring that yeah. up in every no, episode. No, though. no, but I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> would know that they're a little bit more private than the younger generation. And, and they don't want to feel like they've got, as the phrase used to be, their dirty washing in public, whether that's personal or business. But what we need to understand is that Yes, you still keep a lot to yourself, but you've got to let a lot of information go. Mm. That's what's going to attract new customers. Well, that's, that's a misunderstanding of what you should be doing with Facebook anyway, you know, or, or, or Twitter or LinkedIn or any of these things. You know, you may see that you, you hear news stories about people getting losing jobs or whatever because they've put stupid photos on Facebook. But your company shouldn't be doing that. Oh. You shouldn't be sharing, you know, company trade secrets or any of that, anything sensitive uh, on your social media channels. Absolutely. But seeing it as an opportunity uh, to build your brand, to build yeah. an audience. And, and I, I met someone the other day who came up to me and was talking to me like they knew me. To cut a long story short, it's because they're following me on Twitter. 
Right. And, and they were talking to me about X, Y and Z as if we've known each other for years. Mm. Yet it was our first conversation. Imagine that in a sales situation. Ask you about Imagine. The bike <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, if yeah. you follow Dave on Twitter, <laughs> you'll, you'll be seeing a lot of bike photographs. That's right. That's right. Recently. Yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> great I've been challenge. hearing a lot about them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I lost my thread down, Will. What was I talking about? Oh, imagine that in a sales situation. Yep. Somebody has come to your business and they feel like they know your business. They feel like they trust your business. They mm. feel already like they can do business with you. That is the power of social media. So I think, Will, what we should do now is I think you should give our listeners some of those great abilities that social media can bring to their business. Like, for example, drive more traffic to their website. Well, that's I mean that's that's a big one. There's two ways that social media can help you to drive traffic to your website. The, the, one of the reasons why that's important is because a lot of companies that we come across rely... I mean, we did a report for a client this morning, a uh, sort of initial research project we did, and 86% of their website traffic came from Google. And you think, wow, that's fantastic. 86% of our traffic is coming from Google. But actually, that puts you in quite a vulnerable position because if Google changes their algorithm or something happens or or just the market changes and people stop using Google, which you know you can't you can't foresee, but it can happen. Things do change very quickly. Then that's eighty six percent of their entire business basically relies upon one traffic source. So if you if social media accounts for 10, 20, 30 percent of your traffic as well as Google and you've got several other channels as well, then you're in a, a healthier position. Yeah, um, and as we've been sorry to interrupt you, Will, but as we we've been advocating for years with our clients you've got to have at least six seven ways of bringing business into your business mm-hmm. so that you're not going from feast to famine you've yep. there's always a channel that's going to bring in leads the next thing though will which i think is the most important one is promoting your content yeah and, and which does drive traffic because every blog article you write uh, or every video you create you have you know in linkedin twitter facebook instagram pinterest you have a whole range of channels available to you to publish and promote that content to people who are going to be interested in reading it watching it whatever it may be the other thing is that more and more we're seeing businesses getting leads directly through their social media channels people are messaging companies via their facebook page their twitter accounts their linkedin profiles more and more to make inquiries or to ask sales questions and it's conversation bit by bit has kind of moved away from websites and emails onto the social channels just in a small way at the moment we but we didn't see it at all four or five years ago and now that's starting to happen yeah that reminds me well of when websites first came into the business community Mm. Um, especially the small to medium-sized business owner, I can remember them saying, well, why do I need the website? My clients know where I am. Yeah. They'll just ring me. Yeah. And now those most of those same business owners would not be without their websites or the emails that's attached to that. Mm. Just wouldn't be without it. So, so that's, that's not very long ago, that. Not very long you know, ago. We're talking seven, eight years ago, even. Absolutely. A lot of business owners still were talking a- like that. Absolutely. And there's still quite a few people out there without websites, remarkably. Mm. So there's some diehards out there, well, but we'll get them. <laughs> we will get them. You so know, it um, sound quite sinister. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah right, I so, think even my laugh was a uh, bit yeah. sinister then. <laughs> You have a menacing air about you. Yeah, yeah, I do. So, but it's not just about generating new uh, leads, new uh, business, new inquiries. And the other thing is that more and more your customers want to engage with you on these channels. Once you've actually acquired a customer, it's a brilliant way to build trust and build your relationship and have because most most of the people listening to this will get 
at least a certain proportion of their business coming via word of mouth. Absolutely. And these ne- these social channels give you the ability to amplify that word of mouth business because people can share, you know, your customers, your advocates, the people that are telling their friends about you, referring you on, can can do that by sharing your content or retweeting you, um, by liking your stuff on Facebook, by talking about you on LinkedIn, by writing reviews, all of those things using these social channels. So you can actually um, improve a word of mouth business that way yeah you can will but as you were going through that list i can hear people out there going my god how can i keep up with all that and Mm. we need to i think we need to touch on the fact that this can be automated yeah yeah and it can be very simply simple thing to introduce into your business and if anyone wants to know about that they can go to our blog and find out about automation but it doesn't have to be a big chore yeah absolutely it's possible at a very basic level it's possible to run social media with you know to post and reply to messages at you know a reasonably good level with only a very small amount of time each week so there's new technology which can leverage your efforts there Uh, and again you can find more about that on the digital prosperity blog final thing i think we should talk about in terms of social media is the benefit and this this is a soft one right this is this takes time and you don't see a return on investment on this straight away but you build a brand and build by building an audience and by building that know like and trust saying about how somebody already got the sense that they knew you i wonder how many of your other followers are getting that sense now but you you haven't met them and you haven't had that conversation because perhaps they don't need to talk to you or at that stage but there'll be a time that when some of those people get in touch with you because you've built up trust and credibility with them over a period of time right yeah absolutely and for us smes our brand is getting more and more significant Mm. it's getting more and more important Mm. um, because the internet is pushing everybody that way google which is the dominant search engine is pushing us that Mm. way and Although, like you said, Will, it's not an immediate return on investment, but how you look online, what message comes from your brand, what emotion that evokes is so important moving forward. And I would ask everybody out there to don't wait until your competitors and everyone else has taken you over. Take a few minutes each week now and try and discover how social media can help your brand and help every other aspect of your marketing with your business. Absolutely. I mean, whatever your feelings about it, you owe it to yourself and your business to try and understand how to make it work for you because it's such a vital challenge. It's such an important challenge and is is becoming ever more so uh, yeah, as society moves And as a result of that, if you dismiss it, you do dismiss it. Mm. It doesn't have to be for everybody, but I guarantee 10 years from now, it's going to be a vital component of anyone's business, and they need to, wouldn't it be better to get to grips of it now mm. rather than later? Have you seen any businesses, examples of you know, small, medium-sized businesses that are using social media really effectively and, and how that's helping them? Yeah, do you know what, Will? I have. And the best example I know, in a belper in Derbyshire, there's a butcher that opened up about three years ago. Really? Right. And this butcher embraced Facebook massively. What he used to do is just send out offers mm-hmm. of meats right. um, to his audience. Right. And it used to fill, it still does, fill his little shop in Belfast, his little village in Derbyshire. To the point where when under a year, he's, he opened up a second butcher's mm. in Belfast, all using fa- Facebook. Mm. Yeah, so in a small place like Belfast, he had two 
Sharps. Wow. Two. Mind you, I haven't looked into him in the in recent times. I wonder what's happened to him. But I was getting these messages. Unfortunately, I live away from Belper. But I've watched this butcher over over time just grow his business. And I think that's a fantastic example of how you could grow your business through Facebook. Because what used to happen was when you had a good offer on meat, people used to share it with their friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a brilliant way of communicating. I remember meeting a, um, a security company about four or five years ago that were generating most of their high net worth clients because they deal with very big like banks and things like that. And they got most of their clients through articles which they published on LinkedIn yeah. because that's where the senior level executives etc were hanging out uh, and spending time and their articles got them seen and perceived as to be an expert and a a leader a thought leader and you know it it really helped them it was it was their main marketing channel and let's not forget copy blogger Mm -hmm. for anyone who wants to check check out copy blogger just stick it in google but how did that start off well it was a just a, an online blog. I say just an online blog. Yeah. Um, Brian Clark is um, a long-time marketer and, uh, and copywriter. Started a, a blog all about blogging. But really, it was about exactly. copywriting. It was for yeah. writers, really. And um, a bit of a niche market. But since has published God knows how many articles, built up an audience that has gone beyond just writers to bloggers and internet marketers and SEO people and, and has built a real huge following and then on the back of that started a business to sell products to that audience uh, seo products and marketing kind of content marketing products and that's that all started from building an audience um, yeah absolutely and each year the most fascinating thing for me will is look at last year's uh, apprentice winner mm-hmm. look at and each year for the last five years there's been a digital marketing activity for the apprentice candidates yep. to do that's how big social media is mm. and and in our own business it's a big part of our traffic isn't without it? a and doubt our, and our lead generation so you know i think uh, that uh, lots of examples out there now of businesses that are using it effectively and doesn't mean that you're going to get attacked by competitors or by people leaving bad reviews and negative comments and it doesn't mean that you've got to share everything it also doesn't mean that you've got to share what you had for breakfast and, no. and do that kind of stuff <laughs> exactly. There are serious business people using these channels and you can engage with them and attract them to you with the right strategy. Absolutely. And I challenge anybody, when something happens major in the news, they Google it instantly and it'll be there straight away. Mm. It'll be in all the social media channels and it will be on Google and it will be there as quick as that. So if anyone doubts the speed of social media, just give that little test a go, and I'm sure they'll be convinced. So I feel, Will, that our listeners for the digital prosperity should feel a bit more prosperous on the back of what we've talked about today. Well, I hope so. I mean, it is, Christmas is coming, after all. Yeah, you know, absolutely. We just do on our part. That's right, um, Will. We are <laughs> those kind of guys. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us. Yes, thanks for joining us, and we look forward to talking to you again. All right, see you next week. And get on with that social media.